Uh, here we have Tabor again, and we're going to be discussing the playoffs today. First up is the Western Conference. But first, I want to congratulate you on getting the first pick in the draft. Oh, thank you. Yeah, glad to have the first pick. Don't have to worry about it now. I'm sure you'll be taking the guy you've been talking about the whole time. Yeah, I don't think anyone has to worry. They know who's being picked there. So Now, obviously, I haven't seen his scouting, but from his profile, he looks like he'll be a pretty intelligent defensive big man. Oh, definitely. He's got... He's really all-around type guy, and hopefully I get that boost and I'll just make him that much better. Yeah. I was, I was worried some teams were going to jump me and I'd have to fight with them to get him. Yeah, and there were questions about whether he would declare if you didn't get the top pick. Yeah, uh, I wasn't too worried. I thought he was going to declare as long as I got in the top three. Yeah. Well, let's uh, move on to the playoffs and... We'll start by looking at the 1-8 matchup in the West, which is the Sacramento Kings against the very hot Warriors. But the Kings were basically, you could say, the best team or the second-best team for the first 70 games, and then they started resting their players. And the Warriors have probably been the best team for the last 15 games. So it's going to be weird <laughs> because... I think you have two very good teams going up against each other. Yeah, definitely. I think this might be one of the better matchups we're going to see in the first round, at least in the West here. And it's the 1-8 matchup. Yeah. The Warriors, the Warriors are definitely scary, and I think the Kings are starting to get worried because they really need Kobe and Brand to step up because if they don't... Well, the the first thing I noticed when I was looking at this is unless they switch up the matchups each team, then both teams have strengths going against weaknesses. Like, <laughs> Kobe's going to be guarded by Planinich, <laughs> and uh, the Kings have Tinsley starting at point guard going up against Billups. I don't even know yeah. who the Kings... Who do they start at small forward? The Kings? Yeah. No idea. So they'll have to go against. Maybe? They'll have to go against Bosch, and then Brandon Diago. That's not terrible. And then Miller and Chris Anderson. But I I don't know. I feel like the Kobe thing is just going to be too much. I don't know if they have anyone to defend Kobe. Mm, yeah. I don't know. They might have to score a lot of points trying yeah. to see if they have any defenders here. Uh, not really. No, I don't see any defenders on this list. You could say Patrick Thomas is a defender. Maybe yeah. I'll put Patrick Thomas in, but it's still Kobe will dominate him. But they could try. They could try uh, to go unconventional and put Bosch on him, but yeah, I don't know if I, if they start losing, they might try something like that. But yeah. I don't think they will for the first few games. I think I think both teams will probably roll with their normal lineups for the first games. And definitely the Warriors will, because they're hot right now. I don't think they want to change oh, it. Oh, no, they, they won't be changing it up. Well, usually you start out at least the first game or two with your normal lineup, and then you adjust. Yeah. Uh, what's your prediction for this series? 
Um, I still think the Kings are going to win it, but I, I definitely think it'll probably take six or seven games. So you're saying six or seven? I I would say probably Kings and six. That would be my guess. Yeah. Although winning that game six could be difficult, so I could see seven just because of the home court thing. But I I don't know. They they were just so good offensively this year. I can't see them losing. Yeah, they were good all year long, and they had that really long streak, and only the Pistons could beat them. And well, the Pistons are pretty good. Yeah. Um. All right. So let's move on to the Lakers against the Spurs. Uh, at first glance, the Lakers just look stacked. So you would think they'll win, but the Spurs, I don't know. I, I think they could find some success, but I, I they just seemed overmatched at a lot of positions. Yeah, just looking down the rosters here, the Lakers just look like, I don't know how the Spurs could beat them. I'm not really sure. I mean, they have Beasley, but the Lakers also have, like, Battier and Harpering that can cover him. And then... And Martin. They, yeah, and Martin, who can cover him, or Pau Gasol. And then who else do the Spurs have if those two aren't on? Yeah, they that's the thing. They have, they have good defenders at the positions where the Spurs are good. And then the Lakers got Ridnour at point guard. Can Miller hang with Ridnour? Uh, I think so. And then Dirk, is, is if he's going to play shooting guard, is Dwayne or Cook, is he going to be able to? No. <laughs> no, he's not going to be able to. No, that's not even. The one factor for the Lakers once the playoffs roll around is Shaq's going to be playing a lot more than he did in the, re- the regular season, so... That's going to be a huge advantage, too. Yeah. I mean, he played, what, like 28 minutes a game in the regular season? Now you have to figure he's going to be going up to 35 or 40. True. And is McGlure really going to be able to stop him? Uh, I think McGlure's okay defensively. I'm not sure. But I don't think he's going to be stopping. He's got a 67 defensive rating. Yeah. Yeah. The, so what's your? I mean, and then the Lakers have a pretty good bench. Oh yeah, and they, I mean they got Will Carroll suddenly emerging as a good player, so he's been on fire. So they have scoring off the bench. Yeah, he he'll be very good, and if he's given like twenty five minutes a game, because he can't play defense, but he's a really good offensive player. Yeah, he can light it up. He's kind of like a couple players in this draft. Yeah. And then, and then we got Harpering coming off the bench, and he can play a bunch of positions. So what yeah. are you saying for this series? i say Lakers in four, maybe five. Maybe I'll give him five. I'll give the Spurs one game. That's what I was going to say, Lakers in five, because on the Spurs home court, usually sweeps are pretty rare. In with DDS, so but I can't. I don't know. It'd be tough for it to go past five. Definitely. The the Lakers just have 
too much of a combination of everything. Like they have outside shooting, perimeter defense, interior defense, inside scoring, bench scoring. Like they have everything. They honestly, they should be one of the favorites. They they should probably be the favorite over the Kings in the West with their talent, but I don't know if they can play up to it. Yeah, that's the, been the problem all season. I mean, I forget. I don't know how many games they won last year, but. They definitely, with that talent, you'd think they'd win more than they did this year. All right. Then we'll move on to uh, Denver and the Clippers. And Denver's actually probably my favorite team in the West, but I don't know how it will translate in the playoffs. I I just think they're kind of like the Lakers. with They have some defenders, and they can score in a lot of different ways. They're definitely, I think they're really deep too. Yeah, they have a lot of talent. And then you have the Clippers, who had a great first half, and then one of the worst second halves. Like not even among contenders, one of the worst second halves in the league. Yeah, they played really bad, and I don't even know how. I mean, they have Duncan and they got Carmelo, who are two stars, and. There'll be big factors come playoff time here. Do you think they'll... They At the end of the season, they started to win a little again, so I think it's going to be a tough matchup for Denver, mainly because of Duncan, but... Um, I mean, Duncan against... Duncan usually plays center, so he'll be against Mike Wright, unless they... Yeah. Unless they want Boozer on him. I don't know. Yeah, Boozer, he's a decent defender, but the main thing Boozer could do is just score on whoever they guard him with. Unless they put Duncan on him, then he's not going to be scoring much. Yeah, and then I expect to see Ron Artest on Mello. Yeah, I I, I think that's going to be a back and forth, like... Uh, the Clippers will try to switch him between shooting guard and small forward to avoid our test being on him. Yeah. I could see that. Too bad you couldn't in DDS just be like, I want this guy to cover this guy all the time. I don't, doesn't, like, not based on position. Yeah, there's a lot of things that could be better about this game. <laughs> yeah, okay. We don't need to talk about that. Okay. that. That would be a whole podcast. Yeah. Um... I think, I don't know, I like Denver, but there's something about the Clippers that intrigues me. I mean, obviously, Duncan, because he's a really good big man, but... Yeah, what's what's the season record? uh, I would have to check that, actually. Because that would be interesting to know. Not... Let's see. We got Oh, uh, Denver won at three three nothing. Oh. Oh, we should also mention that the Lakers won their season series four nothing. Okay. And the Spurs I mean the Kings won theirs uh three to one, but a lot of those games were without Billups there. Yeah, that was kinda of thrown out the window. Um, yeah, so Denver won at 3 nothing, and those teams have pretty much 
been the same. Yeah, I don't think there's really been any trades other than the Clippers dumped some contract on me. That wasn't that bad. But, so. The problem for the Clippers is they just don't have the depth to compete with Denver's depth. I mean, I think the Clippers have better stars, but not by enough to overcome Denver's all-around versatility. Yeah, Denver is one of those teams, they don't really have, like, a star player. Kind of, they, But they have a lot of good players. Yeah, they one and through they, four, they have, like, really good players. Yeah, they also have a pretty good bench as well. Yeah. So. I don't know. I, th- I think I would say Denver in seven still. I, I kind of like the Clippers to make it a series, but not to win it. Yeah, I was going to go Denver in six. But I could see it being less than that. I could see, like, Denver in five. But, uh. Yeah, I mean, there's a few different ways the series could go, depending. I, I think it entirely depends on if the Clippers show up. Yeah. Because if they play like they did in the first half of the season then it'll be a series but they play like then the second half it'll be a sweep probably but i'll i'll stick with denver and seven on that one yeah um then we have the four five matchup houston and dallas two good teams that kind of stumbled in the second half a little bit um it's an interesting matchup because I think they're pretty evenly matched. Yeah, they're both like pretty good teams, but I don't know if they're really top teams like that you're worried about contending overall. They're kind of like in the middle in the West there. Yeah, but at the same time, they'll be one of these will be playing the winner of Sacramento, Golden State, and I think they could compete with either of those teams. Maybe not win the series, but I'm pretty sure they could have a good series. Yeah. Both series, oh man, this series should be a high scoring, some high scoring games though. Yeah. These well, guys have a lot of offense. <laughs> you're going to have Baron Davis against Bibby, so both are good at offense and bad at defense. Yeah. I mean, if you're looking, and then here you're going to have Starkovich. And Jermaine O'Neal, both can score. And then you got Crawford and Yao Ming. It, yeah, I don't know if the Rockets are going to be able to stop Yao, but I don't know if they necessarily have to. Yeah, I don't even know. Is Are the Mavericks going to be able to stop Sajakovic and Barron? But then again, you got to hope Barron doesn't come out chucking. Well, no one's going to stop Sajakovic, but... I could see them causing uh, Barron to be inefficient. Yeah. Stajakovic is going to get his points no matter what you do. Yeah. If Barron's going to be chucking, that could be a problem for the Rockets. Yeah. And I think that they kind of had a problem after they made that trade for a while. They are kind of up and down there. Yeah. But I I don't know. Did they finally figure it out towards the end here? Um. They, yeah, they yeah. they had a pretty good month here. Yeah, they went on a little streak at the end after they struggled in uh, March, a little bit. I mean, they were. It's not like they were struggling, but they just weren't as good as before. 
Yeah, they're kind of, they'd win one, they'd lose one. Or, yeah. Um, Houston won the season series 3-1, to one, but I'm not sure how much of that was before the trade. Let me mm. see. see if I can look here. Well, they beat them in November. Uh, Dallas won in December. Actually, they each won on the other's home court in those months. And then Houston won on Dallas's home court again in January. And then Dallas won on Houston. Oh, no. Maybe they... Dallas. Actually, I think the season series is 2-2. Two to two. Yeah. Because I'm seeing after the trade, Dallas won at Houston. Mike Bibby just, like, dominated. But they, it was 2-2, two and two and ne- neither team won a home game. <laughs> <laughs> That's weird. Yeah. Uh, so this could be... I, this will probably be a seven-game series then. Yeah, I'm looking at seven. Definitely. Is who's going to be able to win it. That's a tough series to predict. Who would you say... In seven. I'm, I want to go with the Rockets. Just because I feel like they have more firepower and there'll be a problem. But I could see Dallas winning if Yao is hot. Like, is Ken Johnson really going to be able to cover him? Yeah. I could see Dallas winning. Because uh, Bibby, I mean... Bibby's going to be more efficient than Davis, I'm pretty sure. That's almost a given. Then Jamal Crawford's also really up and down as well. Yeah. I guess it just depends who gets hot on which team. Yeah. I think I'm going to go Houston and seven. Houston and seven. Uh, I'll go Dallas and seven just to be contrarian. And I'm sure Ice will be mad at me, but... <laughs> oh, whatever. Alright, so we won't do a a series prediction yet for the next round because we don't know who's going to be playing, but just let's just go with our hypotheticals and play out the rest of the Western Conference. So say it's Kings versus Houston. We'll go with yours. Kings versus Houston in the second round. Who are you taking there? I'm, I'm going to... I don't know the season series, but I think I think the Kings can win that one. Yeah, I I think I would pick the Kings too. Kobe. And, oh no, go ahead. Or right, I was just gonna say Kobe, Dante Jones is not stopping Kobe. So. And then you'd have probably one of the best matchups of the playoffs with uh, Lakers Nuggets. Man, that is a tough one. That's def- I could definitely see that seven games. Yeah, I. I don't know. I honestly wouldn't know because Denver's been on fire. Um, I would still lean towards the Lakers because of their talent, but I don't know. That could definitely be another long series. I, I'm i willing to say the winner of that might be the Western Conference champion, though. Yeah, I was thinking, because I think both those teams are more well-rounded than the Kings are. Yeah. I think they could, and I th- definitely think they could give the Kings trouble, because they have those defensive guys who could at least hopefully give Kobe a bit of a problem. We contain him a little bit. The Kings kind of remind me of uh, the Cavs in the NBA last season. Like, 
they could be a great regular season team because they have Kobe and the Cavs had LeBron to just carry them throughout the season. But yeah. once it comes to the playoffs, you need more guys to step up. Yeah, they can't just hand the ball to Kobe and let him dribble at the top of the court and hope he scores every time down like the Cavs did. <laughs> that was quite an offense they ran. <laughs> that was kind of sad. Um, all right, so are you willing to make a, a prediction? I, I want to get some just general project predictions out there so we can check them back right. later, but Lakers Nuggets, who do you say? I'm go I'm gonna go Nuggets. I'm gonna go I'm gonna go Nuggets here. Alright. And then Kings Nuggets? I'm going Nuggets. I'm gonna put the Nuggets in the finals for West. I'm going up. I it's, don't know. It's tough to do, but I don't know. I think I think strategically, uh he's gonna be able to figure it out against the Lakers. Yeah, that's that, tough for me to argue against. But uh, I I think Lakers. I might go Lakers going to the finals. I don't know. I feel the Lakers have the talent, but I don't know if they're going to be able to put that together. Like, Yeah, for right now, I'll say Lakers. I reserve the right to change that. <laughs> <laughs> All right. All Fair right. enough. That wraps up our Western Conference preview. Stay tuned for the Eastern Conference preview.